Hey everyone, welcome to Orange Crushing It, a weekly series dedicated to high drive, passionate and motivated individuals. I'm your host, Frank Clark, President and CEO of The Mr. Orange. This shows a weekly dose of business, life and personal development principles geared toward bringing out the adrenaline junkie and overachiever in each and every one of you. As a seasoned entrepreneur of over five companies producing hundreds of millions in revenue, I'm going to personally be sharing my stories of success and, of course, my life-defining massive screw-ups, <laughs> as well as featuring inspiring guests, business leaders, athletes, thrill-seekers who just truly want to walk their talk and make life happen. Stick around, and let's get crushing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Orange Crushing It. My name is Frank Clark. I'm your host and CEO of The Mr. Orange, and again, I'm very excited. This is part of my interview series. I'm bringing on today a really good friend of mine. I've met this guy at a personal development seminar. His name is Rad Halavan, and Rad is just a cool, cool guy. He's the owner and founder of Radical Results Performance. He's also a certified high-performance coach. Uh, Rad has helped entrepreneurs go from overwhelm to clarity and confidence. And God knows, as an entrepreneur, I can certainly relate with overwhelm. He helps them achieve their goals and produce high performance in really every aspect of their life. Rad is, he's done what 11 years now helping people transform the quality of their life from mastering fitness and energy to mindset performance coaching. And so they can show up at their optimum peak in their business and in their life. He's coached executives and CEOs of multi-million dollar companies all around the world. And he's been mentored and coached by some of the best in the world. Some of the people that I've also been trained with guys like Tony Robbins and Joseph McClendon, Brendan Burchard, Luke Wren, many, many more. And this is definitely a guy who walks his talk, having invested over a half a million dollars into his own personal growth. So this guy, you know, he puts the money where it matters and he brings that, all that, that experience and knowledge to his clients. So whether he's speaking in front of thousands of people or just personal one-on-one, I've had the benefit of watching both of those things, seeing him captivate a room and also just spend some personal one-on-one time. Rad's, he's a passionate guy who loves to contribute, impact, and take things to the next level. Also, ladies, I don't think you can see this, but he's probably the most gorgeous guy in the room. This is a podcast, so you're just going to take my word on it, okay? The guy is jacked. He's ripped. He's, uh, he's every guy's like... I want to look like Rad. <laughs> so, Rad, how are you, friend? How are you doing? Hi. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. It's such a pleasure to be here on this show. And I remember the first time that I saw you, it was a Tony Robbins event, and he was doing a demonstration in front of the room. And you were playing the role of, of Mr. Orange, which in the Spiral Dynamics is about the business-minded, the growth, about you know, growing your business, about growing yourself. You played it so freaking well. And I remember that time, like, that guy is a badass. That, that's before I even got to meet you and, and have chats with you one-on-one uh, over the years after that. So it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Dude, it's my pleasure. My pleasure, really. So, Rad, I mean, you are a, literally a success story. You know, we'll say rags to riches, down and up, down and up. You, you've experienced all of it. So tell us a little bit about you to give us a little backstory on, on who you are and why you are the successful person that you are today. Yeah, thank you. And look, I think 10 or 11 years ago is when, when I started my journey in, uh, in helping people. And that was in the form of uh, fitness coaching. And I became a, a fitness and a health coach and trainer. I spent years helping people with that. And 
that was also the same time that I started reading books. I started, you know, doing personal growth and development. And I started realizing that the reason why people were not really getting the results that they wanted had a lot less to do with the strategy and the workouts and the nutrition plans, but much more about the mindset. And that's something that was just fascinating me so much because I remember I was reading books about this stuff, you know, Think and Grow Rich, The Compound Effect. Those are some of the most impactful books that I started with. Great book. And, and I, I really got obsessed with figuring out, you know, what's the mindset. And I started helping them on that kind of a level rather than just the, the fitness coaching and the training yeah. sessions ended up being, you know, coaching sessions about, you know, what else is going on in your life and what are your emotions and how are you showing up and how do we get over that? That to me really sparked that passion, that interest that was inside me and that desire to help other people. And that's something that has been so important to me. Four years ago, I went to my first Tony Robbins event and it changed everything. That That's when my personal growth took a huge jump. Since then, since over that four years ago, I've been to over 35 Tony Robbins events, including this year, I'm at a half a million dollars invested in different coaches. I've got four coaches right now in different areas of life. And I'm just just so obsessed with continuing to grow myself so that I can help others. So, well, dude, you are definitely drinking the Kool-Aid here, right? I mean, you yeah. of course, it's sugar-free for you, but you are drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and the, well, the way that I, I really started on this path of wanting to help people even more was when I was at a date with Destiny, with Tony Robbins, and I remember I was struggling, and I was going through a very dark time of my life, and I didn't want to be there. I wanted to leave the event and... Actually, halfway through the event, I left and I, I, was, I was looking for a way to, to end things. And what made me stay there through that event was one of the trainers that we had on the team, one of the leadership team. And he made such a difference for me. And I remember at the end of the event, I went to him and I said, Mike, you have completely changed my life. You've transformed my life. You've, you've played such a big role. How can I help other people the way that you have helped me. And he said, go crew. And I was very confused. I'm like, you mean like volunteer at the events, like in the black shirts? He said, yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm interested in the leadership stuff, the coaching courses, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like go crew. And I went and I did that. And I remember that my first event, I thought I, was, I would go there so that I could be in proximity to the event, listen to the information again so that I can learn more. But really what made the biggest difference was that I was able to help other people and I just became obsessed, you know, running around. How can I help more people? What can I do more? And I could see other people and coaches being more effective and thinking, I want to be like that. So that, you know, over the past four years has gotten me to where I am now. I think a lot of people don't put enough stock in the small things that create great results, right? They think they have to do something magnanimous you know, I've got to create a foundation and it's got to, let's put a million dollars into this thing. You know, sometimes just helping somebody walk across the street, some, helping somebody stay in the room at a, at a major event, right? Being there just to listen to them when they're going through a tough time. You know, as a, as a you know, personal coach, I'm sure you've seen this as well, right? Some people just get into the gym, man, that's, that's 90% of the battle. But once you're in there, you know, some people just don't want to work out. They're not in that right headspace. And getting them past that little tiny What's going on for you, man? Are you okay today? You feel all right? You know, and just being able to have 
be a set of ears to listen to people goes so far on changing their life in the big picture of things. So I can definitely relate with what you're saying, you know, because again, we're orange energy guys, right? We're, we're entrepreneurs, we're driven, you know, oh, I got to help by being on the stage. No, you don't always have to help that way. So yeah, yeah so crewing is a great thing. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that, that's one of the things that came up is I would get feedback, people saying, look, you, you completely turned my day around just because you smiled or because of your energy. And I'd hear about these months later or a year later. It's just the small things that, that we don't even acknowledge most of the time. We don't think that it's big enough. We need to go save the world or save a million people or, you know, do, do something grand when really it's just showing up at your best, having that smile, having that joy, having that passion, tr- truly just loving on other people and, and sending that energy their way is something that is received beyond the level that we might even understand in the moment. Sure. What do you think is the biggest obstacle and how do you get past it with people that you're starting to work with, right? You get a fresh new client, right? 50 pounds overweight, stress to the max, you know, making some good money though, running this fast company, but you know, probably has all the trappings of wealth and with the trappings of what would look like a happy household, right? A successful person, but inside they're all torn up, they're wrought up, they're out of shape. And yet they're coming to you and going, Hey man, I got it all together, dude. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I could probably drop five pounds and you know, they're 80 pounds (laughs) to healthy, right? How do you get through to them? And what's, what, how do you start with somebody like that? That's such a, such a great question because it's so true in today's world where people will make sacrifices, especially in their health or in their relationships so that they can grow their businesses. And they will run into obstacles that they think are business related. Hardly do I have those, those clients or those conversations with somebody who says, look, my real issue is my health. My real issue is my relationship. They usually say, I'm struggling to get my business to the next level. Right. And they think that that's where they're lacking. And after we dig around, we realize that they don't, they might not have the the physical and and mental and emotional stamina and energy. So when we're talking about our physiology and our bodies, that's not just being slim, being shredded, being fit. That's about having high levels of energy that can sustain you throughout the day to work at that level. And when your workday is over, to still have high levels of energy. So when you interact with your family or with your kids or with your spouse or with, with friends and other people, you're not dead at the end of that. Yeah, you're not burned out. Exactly. And, and so that, that's what high performance is about. It's about performing at all areas of life because if one area is missing, it, it really at the core is an insecurity that's present. And the people will try to cover that up. They, they will say, well, I'll just keep myself busy with work or with the charities or with volunteering or with something else. And I've been there myself where I've distracted myself from other areas that were lacking by spending more time growing my business and volunteering and, and doing charitable work because that made me feel good and I was great at it, yeah. but I was neglecting some other areas. What, what's and, a distraction for a guy like you? What, 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 what takes you off center? Is it Netflix? What is it? Is it uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes Netflix, <laughs> most of the time it's social media, yeah. especially in today's world with, 
with the stuff that's going on. I, I catch myself following this stuff and I, I've really identified the feelings that are going on inside. And I think that it's, it's rooted in my desire and willingness to be able to help, to be able to help with what's going on and not knowing how. And, and so it's like, you know, am, am I ignorant if I'm detached from this or if I'm not looking at this or paying close attention versus wanting to help and how can I do that? But that, that, that's something that I can say for me is, is a distraction. And then, of course, when the brain is presented with an opportunity to avoid work that it considers to be maybe challenging, it's going to take an easy way out. Oh, of course, right? Because we'll always find a way to, to feed more of the, the, you know, we'll do more to avoid pain, right? And we will gain pleasure, right? And so, yeah. Uh, so we'll find these little distractions. You know, I, I definitely have had a Netflix addiction once in a while and I want to escape from something, right? And then you can always throw the, I don't have enough time to get this. I don't have time to get to the gym. I don't have time to work on my body. Or I don't have time. I, didn't, I should hire a nutritionist, but I don't have time to do that. So I eat fast foods. I got to get the meal in me anyways, right? So I skip, yeah. or I skip meals or I just, you know, I don't, I don't do it properly. It's that mentality, though, that, that bouncing around, that high. We, we will pat ourselves on the back as high-drive individuals, but at the end of the day, you know, really, are we effective? Yeah, and, and, and this is something that's so, so important that you brought up, so thank you for that, where so often we get caught up in being busy, thinking we don't have enough time, and then feeling frustrated that we're not moving towards the goal as fast as we want to. What this really comes down to is, is a lack of clarity. To the question where you asked me before, where where do I normally start with somebody that's having a challenge in really any area of their life? Even though most of the time, especially if it's an entrepreneur, their their main focus is on their business. So they think that's where the challenge lies. And what is present the majority of the time is a lack of clarity. Mm -hmm. A lack of clarity on what they really want and how to get there. And so when people approach their their business or their life with a list of to-dos. You know, I, I have to go to the gym and I have to eat five times a day and I have to do this in my business and I have to spend every day doing all these kinds of things. All these have-tos become obligations and that's a lot of pressure and just becomes dreadful versus, and this is something that I've learned from Tony Robbins, which is just about how to effectively focus on your outcome first. Really, what is your outcome? Because if, if somebody's outcome is to be healthy, then they might not need to go one hour to the gym. Right. A 15-minute workout will actually do that. I'll, I'll tell you a secret, by the way. I have not spent more than one hour working out in the past year and a half. Yeah, see, to look at you, you'd have to go, okay, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I've also haven't been to the gym. You also what? You also, yeah, I you haven't know. been to the gym. Never mind these past three months, but even before that, the reason why I am in even better shape right now than I've ever been in my life is because I've been consistent with it. In the past, I would be working out one or two hours a day for two weeks, then go traveling to an event. And I, I travel every two weeks when, when we do travel between all different events and courses and programs and volunteering. And it's all or nothing. Yeah. It's an all or nothing approach. Mm -hmm. I made a switch where I said, okay, well, what is my outcome? My real outcome is not to do a one hour workout a day. My real outcome is to, to be active and to gradually improve my health every single day. 
And that can look like 10 minutes a day. That can look like 20 or 30 minutes. And by the way, when you're spending 10 minutes working out and moving nonstop without pacing yourself across one hour, that can actually become so much more intense than what you'd ever do in an hour-long workout. Oh, absolutely. I like, I like to box for sport. And I'll tell you, when I first started getting involved in boxing, you, you think three minutes is just a short amount of time, right? Or an MMA guy, five minutes in a ring, three minutes. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like wheezing and choking and spitting and <laughs> it's tough. It's tough when you go full intensity for, for 10 minutes. Oh, my God. That's like, you know, that's a tough workout. So so it, it's, it's really about being consistent. And this is this is about becoming effective towards what you're doing. You know, if you think about the 80 20 rule, I'm sure people have heard of it, but maybe not really grasp it totally. The 80 20 rule means that 80 percent of your results come from 20% of the actions that you take. It means 20% of what you do gives you 80% result. The other 80% of your actions only give you 20% return. Wow, yeah. So in, in your workout from a 60-minute from a workout, what are those 12 minutes that give you the 80% result? In your relationships, you know, are you spending time in your relationships thinking we're spending time with the family or with, with my spouse or with friends and we're hanging out for five hours or and then watching Netflix and eating together, being distracted by something else? Or is it uh, 20 minutes where you're just really connecting on a deep level, having a heart-to-heart conversation, looking at each other's eyes, being present, not being on your phones, not, being, not doing something else, yeah. but really being there? That creates a deeper level of connection than five hours or 10 hours on the couch watching Netflix together thinking we spend all day together. That's, yeah, you know, no, you spend all day next to each other. Yeah. You probably know this. I have plenty of friends that they consider their relationship great because they go to the movies together all the time. Well, it's great. They go to the movies. They don't have to talk to each other ever. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, this reminds me when somebody told me, uh, when you go on a first date, never go to a movie, never go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither one of them. You can't talk. You can't connect. Right? That's true. It is tough. Well, you can't talk in the movie. That's for damn sure. But you know, I would think a dinner is still okay. No, all right. Well, so so e- even at dinner, I mean, you're 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 chewing. If you're going to have a conversation, you can't you, you can't talk with your mouth full. So then you're going to have small little nibbles of something and eat that, or or you know that that's where you're also you know just eating, and then you're looking at the plane. You're like, where did it go? Because you were focused on something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in your case, too, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, <laughs> I was a woman, I was going to be dating you. I'd be like, Oh, my God, I'm just going to get the salad. I'll have something really light. <laughs> That's how I always eat. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, 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 it's about really finding that, that, that connection, finding out what is it that that's most important and most effective. And in the sense of talking about, you know, performance or achievement or, or people taking their life to the next level. When you look at what you've done so far and what you're currently doing, you need clarity on not only where, where it is that you want to go, and it's something I call the VIP, clarity on your VIP. It means your vision, you know, what do you imagine your future to be like? The impact, what's the impact that you're going to have, whether it's on your community or the world, or it doesn't have to be about impacting the whole freaking world. It can just be impacting your family sure. or the people in your life. What's the impact that you're having? And then the purpose. Why is this so important to you? Why, why does this light you up? Because that purpose is really that motivation drive. 
that's the reason why you're going to do something in the face of opposition, in the face of challenges, in the face of obstacles and, and failures that will inevitably show up in life. Right. Wait, when you talk about purpose, that's a great point, too. I, I love that whole VIP mentality because it really is. It starts with your vision, right? Not a lot of people actually integrate that impact part, though. How are this going to impact people? And, and you know, it's, it's an important point because your legacy is really what, you know, what you, how you impacted the world. And, you know, it, again, you, you have grandchildren or siblings or people in your community or just friends. It's important. And then, of course, the purpose is, is the keyest point, right? What's your why statement? So let me ask you, Brad, what, is, what, what lights you up? What is your why? What is, what is when you wake up in the morning, you go, dude, this is my purpose. This is why I'm going to just crush it today. What really lights me up the most is when I can help another person take their life to the next level. That, to me, when I'm on calls with my clients or when I'm doing a, a course and I'm able to help the people there have an insight or be able to overcome an obstacle, that just lights me up. When I hear from, from a client saying, you know, Rad, because of you, I've been able to do this. I had one client and after one month of coaching, he's like, Rad, because of you, I was able to do a $175,000 deal. Wow. That there's no way I could have done that if we didn't work on what we worked on. And to me, I'm like, oh my freaking God, like, I just need a moment to breathe this in because that makes me feel like my life really has meaning, really has value. And I'm sure I use the monetary example, but you know, there's some examples of somebody who's you know, overwhelmed and now they're, they're not held back by that. They're not stuck in a rut of depression or anxiety because they've been able to overcome that. Hearing that and being able to see that I'm able to help with it completely lights me up. Oh, you can tell, man. Again, this is a podcast, but to see your face on this right now, man, you're, <laughs> you're totally jazzed. And that's a cool way to be. That's a great Thank you. Thing. Thank you. Tell how enthusiastic you are about this, you know? Clearly a guy of high integrity and clearly a guy who has intentions of helping other people first. And that's what's amazing about you, Rad. So thanks. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's cool. Thank you. And, and uh, on, on the impact piece, there's, there's a reason why this is so important. And let's be the devil's advocate and let's imagine that some people, actually we don't have to imagine because I'm sure that there are some people that will be listening to this thinking, yes, great, it's nice to impact and to do stuff for others. However, right now, I need to take care of myself. Right now, I need to be able to take care of my own family. I just, I'm, I might be in survival mode. Maybe my business is threatened. My income, my job is threatened. I need to figure this out. And they're not at a point where they care that much about anybody else rather than themselves getting through a challenging time. And that happens. That, that's happened to me. I've hit rock bottom twice very hard. The reason why impact is, is so important. So we're talking about, you know, the, the VIP, what's your vision and what's the impact is when you're thinking about something greater than you, there's a different force that becomes empowered, that becomes available to you. Life supports that which supports more life. And if the focus is on you, if this, if what you're doing is about you, your survival instinct and your ego will kick in. It's on the line. Yeah, And any insecurities will hold that person back from really doing their best. But when we shift it to what's the impact that I'm having, who else am I doing this for? Whether it's, you know, my family, 
whether it's my community, the world, my clients, something else, our own needs are no longer as, as they don't seem as threatened. The reality is, is that we're never or we're hardly in any real threat. But the mind creates this perception that it's life or death. We really hold back. But when we step outside of ourselves, we're willing to do so much more for somebody else than we are for ourselves. That's true. And when you, when you think about that, right, if, you, if your focus is solely on yourself and your own significance, the amount of questions that you would ask to get something done are very limited. When you're talking about, you know, how can I affect a greater group? How can I affect and, and help a bigger group of people? You take the focus off of yourself. It's amazing this, the span of questions that you'll ask. You know, how can I be more empowering? How can I be more of a giver? How can I be, contribute more? And we all know, and you're definitely a great example of this, that givers get, right? You, you understand that those that give first to others get way more than they would ever even imagine. And that's why, you know, you've been able to grow businesses 600%, I'm sure. That's so true because when you're giving, when you're focused on giving and you're focused on service and you're focused on adding value, your insecurities are not present because you're not on the line. It's not about you. So those doubts about, oh, am I not good enough? That, that doesn't matter because right now it's just about, hey, if I can do anything for this person here, I'm making a difference. So that's how we really step out from that lower self and go into our higher self from the ego and we step into consciousness. Uh, you know, if, if, you know, for people who are familiar with spiral dynamics or the map of consciousness, this is how you shift up in the frequency in your vibration and your energy by shifting into a place of love and joy where you're really focusing on other people instead of yourself. Well, that's why everybody wants to be orange in spiral dynamics. I think, you know, that's the only level you should ascend to. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That, you don't that, need that, to go any further than that, right? <laughs> so, Rad, first and foremost, I just want to say incredible, incredible having you on the show today. I love listening about your VIP program. Obviously, mindset is so key, and you embrace and you embody that, and you are really, truly the walking definition of walking your talk and, you know, basically living your dream and helping so many people. If you had to summarize maybe in two things about mindset, because you're right, it's the whole diet and exercise thing comes down to two things, right? Eat less, exercise more. There you go. There's a whole, there's a whole industry. But yet, if it's that easy, why isn't everybody doing it? So when it comes to mindset, if there's two things that are probably, in your opinion, the greatest two components of getting your mind right, what do you think those two things are? First is challenge your beliefs. And the second is conditioning. Can you explain the, the first one there? Challenge your belief. Challenge your belief. So what that means is when you wake up every single morning, the thoughts that you're having and the emotions that you're having are based on your past. Therefore, you're stepping in and you're creating more of your past. So if you're just going with the flow and just stepping out and doing things unintentionally, you are only enforcing and anchoring in more of how you've already been so far because there are no real building blocks for something new right. unless by, by chance. So what we believe that is true is just our perception based on our realities and our experiences that we've seen. We challenge those beliefs because we really can create anything that we want. A belief is nothing but a feeling of absolute certainty about what something means. So somebody who believes that I can or I can't, that just means that they have had enough 
experiences to be able to back up that belief. And if it's not a belief that's supporting you towards creating the life that you want, that usually is also known as an excuse. Mm -hmm. And you have the choice and you have the ability to create a new belief because the beliefs that you have determine what you think is possible, which determines what level action you take and what results you get. And then the results that you're getting are new experiences that reinforce that belief. So if you have a disempowering belief, the actions that you're going to take will be rather weak, will be rather low or small, and you'll get poor results. And then that's even more of a, of a reinforcement of a poor belief system and vice versa if it's positive. And ask yourself, what do I need to believe to create the life that I want? What do I need to believe about my health and my body? What do I need to believe about my relationships? What do I need to believe around my mission or my, my purpose or about my work or what I'm doing in this world? But you, know, you can do this with every single area of life or just all together. And once you choose the beliefs that will allow you to create the life that you really want, or you can also model this. You can look at, okay, who's done something amazing in their life? What are their beliefs? And that's it, that, that, that there's a formula for success. So if you were able to take on the beliefs of the most successful people who have what you want, you would be able to take the same actions that they're taking if you have that same belief and therefore get the same results, or at least similar. And the second point is about conditioning. And this is one of my favorite ones because... Have you heard the, the, the expression that rise to the challenge? Yes. Okay. I will call total bullshit on that. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and why that's very misleading. It's true to a certain extent. However, the reality is you don't rise to the challenge. You drop to the level of your training. What do you this mean? You is, drop to the level of your training? Yes. Okay. This is something that they get in the Navy SEALs. Okay. Do you think that the Navy SEALs without any training, gets dropped in the middle of a situation, you'll figure it out. When you're on the battlefield, you've got all the guns pointed at you, you're going to figure it out. No. No. You train <laughs> relentlessly. It's like saying, look, Frank, I, I like to jog when I feel like it. Usually it's once a year. When I make my New Year's resolution, I go for my annual run and that's it. <laughs> but I know that if I show up in the Olympics and I enter the stadium with the thousands of people there and I'm next, you know, next to Usain Bolt, watch me. I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> right. If it was that easy, huh? Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't happen. And no. the reason why, why that expression came about is most of the time people are not playing at their best. And under pressure, when the stakes are high, the pain of not getting it done becomes so near that we finally take action. And we think that, you know, in the last 24 hours, we perform best under pressure. No, you don't perform best under pressure. You're just finally realizing that there's no more time for the bullshit excuses. And now you're, you're hustling and you're making it happen. But that is not your best performance. Being sleep deprived is not your best performance. No. Being in, in survival mode is not your best performance. Physiologically, what happens to the brain, to the chemicals, to the body, you are not at your best. When yeah, you're, you're reacting, the right? You're in action mode, and you're creating stress, and you're creating, yeah, you know, cortisol in your body, and it's just yeah. a whole negative tailspin there, right? And 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 yes, and and now what happens is you have adrenaline pumping through your body, you have you have all this excitement and this this rush happening, and and you perform at a level that's higher than normal, 
And people think that's sustainable. It's not. So instead, under challenge, you drop down to, you know, the brain wants to conserve energy. So it's going to fall back on what it does most regularly, what it does automatically, what it's doing subconsciously on autopilot. And those are your habits. So that's what I mean that you drop to the level of your training. If you're creating a new belief system, if, if you're visualizing, if, you're, if, if you have clarity on, on your VIP on, or on what you're doing or your confidence or your fitness routine or everything that you have, are you doing these every single day so it's a part of you? So it doesn't matter what's going on out there. Under pressure, your base is at that kind of level. You know, and that's when it comes to, you know, people always ask me about coaching and why have a coach, right? And if you think about it, the most successful people in the world at whatever they're doing, have a coach that, you know, there's no professional athlete out there that doesn't perform at peak level. It doesn't have a strength and conditioning coach and a mental coach and a, you know, a head coach and a fitness coach and a nutritionist and all of these things, you know, play into account for being a good coach of which you are an amazing coach, Rad. I mean, to be able to keep Plus, again, you walk your talk. So as a coach, I guess, what would you say about the importance of having one in everyone's life, no matter what you are at financially or wherever you're at? It, it doesn't matter where you are. If you want to grow, which I know everybody does, and the only reason why they might not is because there's some fear associated with that and a certain belief system there. Everybody needs a coach. If you want to move forward in life, if you want to progress, if you want to be your best self so that you can give your best to others, so you can give your best and bring your best to your family, to your spouse, to your kids, to your community, your business, your the world, whatever that, that sphere of influence is for you that you like to show up for, the only way that you get to really show up at your best is by continuing to grow. And a coach is absolutely essential. Like I said, I've got, I've got four different coaches every single week. I've got different calls and, you know, one's mindset, one's strategy, one's business, one is performance, one's fitness and energy. And it's not that they will teach you something that you might not already know. Because look, like after 35 Tony Robbins events, I can get on stage and I can walk through the whole thing you should know not as, thing, not right? as powerfully as tony but i know the content there's sure. cognitive mastery there and there's some emotional mastery still working on the physical mastery in some areas which means that it just it's automatic non-stop but when you have a coach it's not just that they can teach you something you don't know they can see something you don't see mm-hmm. and by default you being and everybody listening here, you are in your body. You're in the driver's seat. You can't see what the wheels look like from the outside when you're driving. That's what a coach does. It, it's, they're able to provide you that kind of perspective and help you to see and realize things that, and, and your blind spots. That's a great and point. I, I mean, that's, those are the things that will get you too, right? We're not paying attention. It's not the things you know, it's the things you don't know that creep up on you. That's the things that, you know, take you by surprise, take the legs out from under you, right? Yeah. And, and I got to tell you that coaching is the reason why I am where I am right now. The very first time that I hit rock bottom, I was, I, I lost my career of 10 years in the fitness industry and I, I felt helpless. I felt directionless, purposeless. And it's because of 
a coach that I had who was calling me out to a higher standard and was calling me out of my bullshit that I was able to get past that, snap myself out of it and really move forward. And then last year, I hit another point where one of my businesses went into the ground and I was, I was facing bankruptcy. It's like a month and a half from, from that point. And I knew that I didn't know what I needed to do to get to the next step. And I was missing a certain component. And I went and I got a coach. And when he told me his fees, I'm like, that's taking my six weeks of, of, of credit left. And that's dropping it down to three weeks. <laughs> and I did that. And because of that, I was able to just skyrocket my business. I was able to, you know, within five months, out to do three years of income. Wow. Have a 600% growth because I had a coach that showed up that was able to help me build not only the confidence, but also to see my blind spots and catch me when I was falling off track. That, that's the important part of it, right? Like you said, find, find the blind spots. Well, Rad, you have been an amazing guest on this show and tons. I hope everybody's like writing stuff down because there's been a ton of just truth bombs here that you've laid out here. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, one last question. Ben and Jerry's Heath Bar Crunch Ice Cream or frozen yogurt? What are we going to do? Frozen gonna yogurt. Fro frozen? Ah! <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, I haven't had any of that in like, I don't know, probably like half a year or more. You're overdue. I'm craving some. <laughs> You're overdue. Some gelato. <laughs> You're overdue. Anyways, hey, Rad, how can people get in touch with you? If they want to hear more or learn about what you're doing or have the great opportunity to coach with you, how can they reach you? They can reach me on Facebook. It's Rad Palavan. That's R-A-D, last name, P-A-L-I-V-A-N. Or my website is www.radpalavan.com. And either one of those, you can find my website and contact me there or on my Facebook, shoot me a message there. Awesome. And I'm more than happy to connect. Awesome. And I encourage people that are listening, really, to check it out. Go to Rad's site, you know, learn more about him. Again, an amazing guy who walks his talk. Too bad you can't see him because he's a, he's a gorgeous specimen of a human being, too. <laughs> I'm jealous. Thank you, Frank. I'm jealous, bro. Anyways, hey, thanks again for being on the show today. For all of you out there, again, this is another episode of Orange Crushing It. I'm Frank Clark with my guest today, Rad Palavan. And keep crushing it and keep enjoying your life, Rad. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Frank. My pleasure, brother. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orange Crushing It. Hope you're fired up to take on your week with unstoppable energy. Hey, if you like the broadcast, please subscribe. Share it with your best buds. And please write a badass review. You can also reach me at themrorange.com. Stay inspiring, all. <laughs>